So I guess Heartbreak Hotel always starts off where, oh, yeah, we're going to talk about this, and then we don't. We don't. We get fired up. Uh, I had two beers. Everybody's sober. Yeah. Um, probably an alcoholic. Who knows? Hmm. Uh, so let's... We need new names, or are we still going by the no, last, last week's name? Really gun. Yeah, yeah, we can still go. Okay, what was yeah. I had a cool one. No, mine's wasn't cool. I Neither said, was mine. Fuck. Fuck. Jesus. We'll come up with some names, and I'll crop a cool photo. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so to, to, to the point of, like, let's get real sad here. So, uh, obviously, a few episodes ago, Nova really went through, like, the details of a really, really rough year and, and, and almost the end of the, the Nova uh, journey. Yeah. And so I wanted to kind of come in and throw in my little two cents, um, my open therapy here. So um, 2019, 20, well, 2020 was, was uh, an interesting year because uh, professionally we had our secret shows, um, which was a huge undertaking wow. and um, I would say moderately successful. It was great. Um, and so that was that was a, a lot of hard work and a lot of um, effort and, and whatnot to, to put together, and, and it worked out beautifully. I was very proud of it. Um, but uh, personally, so I lost two family members this year, um, which was really, really tough. And then because I realize now, um, and Isaiah, perhaps you'll, you'll be able to you know connect with this, I've reached an age now where I'm running out of relatives who I don't know. Hmm, man. Like the the days of like oh aunt such and such died and you go got no memories I don't know who that is yeah, those yeah. days are gone and yeah. so now it's only gonna be named characters from now yeah. on yeah, and yeah. so that's gonna be rough from that then and kind of realizing it this year of like oh no I'm, yeah. I'm gonna have memories with these people yeah and that's gonna be very sad father time is is here yeah he's a pain in the ass so so that was re- that was really rough and then um the other thing that was really tough and I and I'm I'm gonna try to tippy toe as best I can uh, around it because unlike Nova I am not fearless I'm <laughs> in terms of naming names and shitting on people <laughs> what? Uh, that is that is yeah. the, that is the number one conversation that happens on the wrestling nerds like group chat is yeah. anytime you're like yeah man you know fuck this guy and, and yeah. everyone goes oh my god and I'm like <laughs> he'll be fine he gets away with everything no yeah. not at all not at all I just the people have a habit you of did like, a whole episode about a certain person not selling and you named them specifically was that, the yes, that, was, that was 100% the Sammy episode well, no. Uh, and it's just some people have to hear about themselves right um yeah. if you allow it long enough it's going to keep going you well know? not only that though but i don't i don't necessarily judge you or think that you're doing anything wrong i think mm-hmm. you're asking a lot of people to be mature yeah because if i was in that situation i was like do i really not sell am i a fucking asshole <laughs> i would yeah. i would hope that i'm adult enough to go i need to make a change here and not yeah. just go no talking shit like yeah, i'm, I'm hoping dare. people anytime you do have a disagreement or something that you're not thrilled with that i hope that they can learn from it and talk about it like like, me i can eat it i can eat it but like when it comes to me being in a locker room and people were like well i was working with so and so and this happened and it's just like yeah then something has to be said then go talk to them you know if i i see because i i've dealt with it so it's just like even when you make it a conversation and it's still happening continuously with other people all right now 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 it's a problem now you have to be a joke you know (laughs) clearly Mm. you're doing it to be a joke so let's now let's laugh about it you know so it's just because people their whole life always told me about me. They, I'm not threatening. I'm just, look at me. You're handsome. Very good looking. Yeah. I'm like what? Like five. Four, five. <laughs> I'm uh, five. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm short, fat. 
whatever. I'm not threatening whatsoever. So people, you know, they have no problem telling me about me, like, or telling me about me or breaking me down when I have a moment to feel good. Like I was mm-hmm. trying to say last week. So now it's to the point, it's just like, well, why can't people hear about themselves? You know? And I, I have no issue. Like in wrestling, you have to apparently tread lightly, but then there's guys that, you know, I've been here so and so years, like I get the shit on everybody, you know, like, no, there, sh- there shouldn't be no passage. Cause now it gets to the point where it's just like, now you feel this way. And now you can't be told about yourself. And I've been around so many people in wrestling that just can't be told about themselves. And it's just like, well, buddy newsflash, you're not as great as you think you are. You know, you're not as perfect as you think you are. Cause nobody's perfect. We all, we all need, we all make mistakes. You know, um, I don't see that fucking deal. I don't see you every Monday on USA network. I don't see you every Wednesday on TNT, you know, without that contract, who are you, who are you to say? And even then like, okay, maybe not the contract deal, but you're pretty popular in this bubble, but it's, I don't see you on a national level. You know, I don't see casuals talking about you. So you, why are you on this high horse? Like, how, like we're all in the equal situation here. Well, it's because it, because it, a lot of times it comes from a bad place because you could be that guy who never made it in said company and still had been successful in your mindset. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're in your like, bubble. Yeah. You know, in your own bubble, you're just like, you know, I'm paying my bills, you know, I'm getting by with this pro wrestling yeah. thing. I may be local and all that jazz, but it's just like, you got so many guys who just mean don't mean well by it. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're quick to just judge a character and yeah. just judge you and shit on you just because it makes it's in the workplace. Anywhere in any workplace, you have that guy who'll shit on you just to make themselves seem better. And guys will eat that shit just yeah. in hopes just to get by. And it's just like, you shouldn't have to eat shit. None of us have to because yeah. none of us draw fucking money. No one draws. Nobody does. I can't say that enough. No one draws. <laughs> so as a quick aside, before I get to the actual uh, sadness Sad. here at the Heartbreak Hotel, um, I also also have a similar issue of um not that i'm not intimidating but um that i've always been very animated in my um facial features and things like that <laughs> and, and my body language right and so i have an incredibly difficult time um being taken seriously if i'm upset or angry yeah. like if i'm like really genuinely angry at something which is not very often but if i am right and i blow up about it i'm just fucking daffy duck from the looney tunes like no same. one ever takes that seriously same no one's like fuck. oh my god is he's that really why upset. my They're wife like, laughs at me like, is, this a, is this a bit <laughs> yeah, is this a comedy yeah, bit absolutely Man. are you upright citizens brigade is this an improv <laughs> bit right now oh my god absolutely 100 is this a youtube video what is this it's the same with and like me and kiko harris would talk about it all the fucking time like you know we can be serious about it but this is pro wrestling. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like the guy retired for 30 years after 30, a 30 year career playing a zombie. Mm. This mythical, the Lord of darkness. Right, yeah. yeah. He had he, the ability to shoot lightning. Yes. It, yes. it was, it was so cool. And like, how was that frowned upon? How can you not, what brought you to the dance in the first place? And right. like, where did it, where did it go wrong? Like I may do some ridiculous things. I am, I, I wouldn't stand me because look at me. Like, and the things I say is just like, what? Eating ass. Like, hey, so, what is that? Hey, hey come on now. So, it's so it's dumb. T-shirt. But yeah. it's just like, well, uh, for me, it's just like, man, I got to make myself laugh. If I, if I take myself too serious, like, would anybody take me serious? Really? 
Well, I was going to say, speaking of, uh, you know, your, you being, you know, a, a generator of marketable phrases and merchandise. So my own uh, example of no selling the dwell in, uh, in 2020 is, has to do with uh, both Punk Pro and the regular weekly program that I was a part of. So Punk Pro, uh, we are in a new chapter mm. um, going into mm. 2021. Uh, it's for the first time in my career and in my life, I'm having to run a show entirely on my own. Um, obviously I've got people involved. I've got Luna, my wife, and I've got John Davis helping us out and all this other stuff. But in terms of like the support structure and and the people who are really kind of pushing things and, and making decisions, um, they're gone. They've been sort of moved out. They're moving into a different chapter of their life. And, and, uh, so this is truly us on our own and it's very scary and, it, there's a lot that I don't know and I'm hoping for the best and, and we'll, we'll see what, what carries us through here. But yeah, just losing that support structure was one of those things where like, I couldn't dwell on it. I couldn't just be like, well, that's the end of the company. Well, have a great life, everyone. It's like, yeah. yeah. And, and to a certain degree with like um, cancel culture and, and speaking out and things like that, there were some people involved in the secret show that got uh, this year that were yeah. like, I won't say outed, but like, looked down upon and, and were predators or, or were scumbags or whatever the case may be and having to deal with that, mm-hmm. having to deal with that as well. Um, and it's, it's disappointing that there's a lot of punk pros career or, or, or lineage as a company that has to sort of be glossed over. Right. Cause either like, well, we were working this place. We didn't want to work, but now we did and it sucks. Or, Oh, well we almost booked this guy and he turned out to be a bug and bad guy. There's so much of that. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I think that just comes with the territory of working in Florida. But it, going into 2021, this is going to be a new chapter in this company. And I, yeah, it's all on me. And I, that, that terrifies me. Yeah. Um, the other thing was the weekly show that I was a part of with Christian uh, Override, my commentary partner, and Alex Green booking it, uh, who's a genius. And we were booking a show. for We were booking a show, a weekly show, for the better part of a year. Right. And yeah. we were completely... The reins were given to us, and we punched this cord. The reins were given to us, <laughs> and we were booking characters, and we were trying to build stories, and 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 we were making it something. We were making it a thing when it hadn't been for so long, and then COVID hit, and things got slowed down, and then when it looked like things were going to pick back up again, we had big disagreements with management and how the company was going to be run, and who was going to be running the company, and how they looked. Uh, it, you know as a scumbag or not mm-hmm. and we decided to make the stand and not participate anymore mm-hmm. and to see a project that we were working on for the better part of a year and building not building careers but helping people evolve and advance what they were doing and have that just be it, it's like being in a relationship and mm-hmm. like oh hey we broke up and now my girl is hotter than ever and yeah. the dude she's dating is a better looking version of me like Relatable. that's that's the, <laughs> patty left yeah. doug at the dance yeah. and now here we are Damn um, it. so uh um that's been heartbreaking that's been very difficult to deal with because there were so many relationships that we built and there was so many like i'm gonna be honest like catalina has talked about it a couple times of mm-hmm. like being there to really help her start to figure out her voice and start to figure out like, how am I going to be a character? And I can't just be like arm candy. I have to be a person. I've got to be a character and really push myself and be something and connect be being there to help her with her first promos and things like that. And and now I get to see her and she's cutting promos and and doing a great job. And and I'm very, very proud of where she's gone and where she's going. But 
to not have that anymore, to not have that opportunity to work with young talent and and put our own spin on things. And and like I said, we weren't. It's not like we were brilliant. It's not like we were like every week is looking sold out and no. everyone's a superstar because of it. Like there was right. plenty of ideas that we pitched and fell apart, or people were like, eh, "I don't really know about this." Or it doesn't work for my character. Or bro. hey, I know you have a whole show booked, but I don't know. This guy paid us ten bucks to come to a seminar once. Can we just fit him in the main event? Like those are all things that we had to deal with. And so the product wasn't perfect by any means, but yeah. it was ours, and it was something yeah. we were actively working towards. And to have that not be a thing anymore that was a big that's a big heartbreak in, right. in 2020 and um i don't know i don't even know how i'm gonna deal with it yeah you're on the outside looking in where your, right. girl, your girl's dating that other right. scumbag yeah. about right. that Fucking piece of shit yeah, not only that though her. it's like oh hey i broke up with my girl and she's dating a better looking version of me and there's a youtube show of it every week that i get to watch <laughs> yeah. oh wonderful she's on reality tv great shit. just great where's gordon ramsay to come and take a shit on them <laughs> yeah. i think uh it is a terrifying feeling to, and then what's even more terrifying is that people look up to you and they, they look for you as, which boggles my mind. Yes. It, it, it is a very scary feeling to feel like, man, why do people look up to me and why do people want me to do this? Like what differs me from anybody? And, but you don't see that. Well, as I say, yeah. the differences with with you and I is you went through wrestling school. Like yeah. you've got a great knowledge of wrestling, and you've been through the process, and you happen to be really creative. I who the fuck am I? I'm just some guy. The guy. I'm a college dropout who's working <laughs> like a regular nine to five mm. who doesn't have an inside voice, and that suddenly like got me involved in wrestling. So that's always you want to talk about like imposter syndrome that's been it 110 percent. because anytime people would come up and ask like what about this what do you think about this i'm like i think that's great but who the fuck am i i'm just some guy mm. but if you look at history in the history of professional wrestling the success stories and uh, in wrestling it didn't come from wrestlers like vince mcmahon wasn't a wrestler that's not true but he was in the business but a course. lot of times with like you know my lane that i've been in like jim yeah. ross was a uh, you know a commentating guy in like football and stuff like that before yeah. he came over to wrestling like there's there's usually an element of like well i was a broadcast journalist and da, 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 now i'm doing this like eric bischoff right exactly like you are you, <laughs> i think honestly it's just like at this point in time it's just like are we gonna let wrestlers like i can't speak for everybody everybody has different ideas because i consider myself okay i'm a wrestler but i want to be a sports entertainer so if i'm going to be producing a production um, or producing a show. I don't know why I said that. Producing a production <laughs> that produces, yes. Yeah, like, okay, I can't think as a wrestler. I can't book this wrestling show because everybody's bo thinking the wrestler's mindset. Okay, I have to I have to cater to an audience, the right. word audience. Like, right. how can I produce for an audience? What do I give? Like, I got to consider, like, okay, if I take my dad to a wrestling, my dad doesn't like wrestling. How yeah. can I make my this non-wrestling fan a wrestling fan? So how or at I? least be engaged. Yeah. Not necessarily, can, like, yeah. walk home and be like, I'm going to get a replica title. But, like, <laughs> yeah. at least be engaged enough to not be like, oh, where's the food stand? Can yeah. I go somewhere? Like, yeah. yeah, like, how can I, how can we connect with these paying customers? The customer's always right, you know? Right. They're the ones who's, who's, who's supplying this, well, <laughs> who's that's funding the difference. this. That's the difference between a somebody who's trying to book a show, you know, yeah. um, wrestling, wrestler's mind, yeah. as to where somebody's trying to produce a show. Yeah. You yeah. know, because you're just in, in mentality, and that's why I guess a lot of people are just, they get lost in the wrestling world, and, and I hate pe hearing people say that you can't make money in wrestling, which I think is bullshit. Yeah. 
you just you got to cater to that man i'm producing a show right so yeah. i'm booking guys who want to help me produce a show yeah right yeah. now we're not to get your 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 shit in hey. no pun intended ah. you know and yeah. a lot of guys are just like well you don't want to hit the destroyer you know merely you know say so it's it's, it's not about that man we gotta we gotta put something together yeah, that's gonna gotta, draw the old uh, your uncle or some yeah, shit that's yeah. on the show man be right. like hey man you remember you saw him where's where's the hot dog stand right why so were the yankees so successful like did they have a team full of guys who wanted to win or did they have a team with some guys who wanted to win some guys who were here because the owner is his uncle or like it's a favor for a friend could you imagine that like would the yankees be that successful if if there was a team full of guys like that you gotta find a better example because the answer of why would the yankees so successful money well yeah you know you can buy only the best then yeah yeah, you're probably true true yeah um but in that sense why were the cleveland indians in major league so good because they all wanted to be that good because if they didn't make it by the way as a side note i'm an old guy so i'm gonna talk about major league for a second do it yes if anyone who hasn't seen the movie major league it's from the 80s it's a baseball movie but it's not a baseball movie there is ba- it's about baseball major but league it's- with that's one uh not tom hanks is it no, 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 that's, no, that's a league, league of their own. own. Major League is the one with uh, Charlie Sheen yes, as yes, Wild yes, Thing, yes, as Ricky Vaughn. Yeah, Wild Thing, yeah. <laughs> so there's a moment in that, and this is kind of this is something that speaks to me at, about like Punk Pro and and these things as a as a creator of wrestling content. Is there's a scene where the team sucks and they find out like, oh, the general manager put this team together on purpose to suck because they want to move to another estate. It's a very convoluted idea, but basically it was like, you were all set up to fail. That's, and if you don't come in dead last, you'll all be traded to other teams or fired anyway. So it doesn't matter. And their response is, and I actually read the script of it. And there was this whole, like this one guy stands up though. The old timer of the group stands up and in the original script, he like gives his whole life story about like, Oh, I grew up and the editor, God bless him, cut all that shit out. And so at the, they go, uh, we're going to, we suck and we're booked to suck. And if we don't suck, they're going to fire us and bring out somebody else. So we got another options and the fucking old guy, uh, Jake stands up and he goes, well, I guess there's only one thing we can do Win the whole fucking thing yeah exactly and they do they win the world series and blah blah blah. but the point is like i've always kind of taken that as like a motto of like it doesn't matter how much we're booked to fail or how many obstacles we've got in the way we're gonna stand out and we're gonna appeal to people and we're gonna we got to because we don't the thing that the, the thing that drives me nuts is since i was in college and even before then I have this, and I think you guys are similar because if you weren't, we wouldn't be recording this right now. We'd be playing fucking video games or some shit. Absolutely. Is I don't have the ability to not be creating something. Mm. Yes. Uh, We talked about on, on, on the video show that like I just started a VHS company and like we do fully gimmicked and we do all this other shit. We do conventions and, and, and wrestling. I don't have the ability to just sit and relax. I have to create something. Right. And so, when you have that mindset, which it shocks me that there's people who aren't like that, who are just like, I went to work and I came home and I'm going to go to sleep. That's and it. That's it. And I'm like, <laughs> Show's oh. over. I'm like, I wish I could be like that, yeah, but I'm like, oh, too. what about, would this work as a t-shirt? Um, but the point is when you've got that sort of mentality and you're like, I got to make something or I'm going to die. I can't yeah. just sit by. I got to make something. Then I think you've got that Jake mentality from Major League. Yeah. It's like it doesn't matter how many obstacles there are in your way. It doesn't matter how much you've got as a 
uh, push back against you or how much you're booked to fail you've only got one option and that's to win the whole fucking thing mm-hmm. and so that's what i'm trying like hell to do and i'm scared as shit mm-hmm. and i'm doing a lot of stuff on my own and i know All i'm right. fucking up mm-hmm. but like I, what else am I going to do? Not do it? Yeah, like, not yeah, give it a shot. Because yeah. now people are like looking for Zach. Like, man, yeah. Zach is doing this thing and I love it. And like, I want to be a part of it. And like, I've always wanted to be a part of it. But I knew in my heart, like, man, I can't be what he wants. Like, I can't be. <laughs> but you can't also live that life like uh, like our good friend from last week, Regret Heart. Yes, Regret right, Heart. You know? You, know? Like, and you don't want to live like that. I would, And I regretted it. Missing the first opportunity that I was presented that I got pulled from. Like, man, I didn't I didn't know about the scramble. You know, right. I, didn't, I didn't see things right. But, um, but you're not wrong. That's been yeah. a that's been a huge thing is like every indie show has a scramble of a bunch of guys. And it's usually, I would say, an insult like yeah. in terms of like, especially if you're not, if you're brand new, then you're taking what you can get. But if you're right. not brand new, I could absolutely see that as an insult. Yeah. So when we had yeah. the conversation in the indie cast, I was like, that's unfortunate, but I totally get it. Yeah. I absolutely get it. Yeah. But we yeah. have tried like hell to be an exception to that of like, I don't know, man, our scramble is kind of what most people talk about. We're trying our damnedest to book a good main event, but most people are going to talk about that scramble. I'm like, yeah. who's the Amish guy there? Like that's <laughs> yeah. what they're going to ask. Like, right. Amish priest. Well, um, we had uh, Levi Everett, uh, who was yeah. uh, who ended up blowing up big, and he was in two get your shit in scrambles, and yeah. that was what most people ended up talking about Levi at the end of those shows. No was, holy priest, shit, yeah. right? He, he well, was he's on, the Amish. He's, I don't know if he's a priest. I oh, mean, he's yeah. pretty holy. I think but. he was called Amish priest in Impact. Right? He was in Impact yes, before. Yes, yes, yes. Fucking crazy story, right? Which I will have to say off camera. Okay, uh, <laughs> or when it's not recording. But, but bottom line is. Um, you know, there's been all kinds of, of weirdness in this year and as and as bright as the secret shows were and as much as like we got some good feedback on it and a lot of people really enjoyed it. Um, you know, you can't you can't sell the dwell. You gotta you can't, you know, man. You gotta, you gotta push. Gotta yeah, you nice. have right now there's you have all the gain, man. All Hopefully. the gain. Because guess what, man? You know, you're gonna you're gonna fuck up and you're gonna learn from it. You yeah. know, and you're gonna fuck up and you're gonna learn from that. And, you know, it's just unfortunate where it, 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 you got to start over, you know, because of someone else's fuck up. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you got a good team. Yeah. And you, you can't. Guys you guys who believe in you. Yeah. That's, that's what we hope for. I mean, and I've, I've gotten, there's no reason for me to doubt because I've had a lot of great feedback. The most uh, complimentary thing that I've heard is uh, Gabe Zilla actually said this to me. He goes, I've been to a lot of different shows in Florida. And he's like, I've never been in a, in a locker room like punk pro he's like and it's not that you've got guys who are way better than anybody other other show but it's like there is such an excitement of like Mm. everybody's just excited to be there and wants to put on the best match and he's like you can't teach that you can't like you know you can't artificially create that and so i always go in with that hope that like this is going to continue that legacy that everyone's excited to be there and that no one feels like oh i don't matter and they just threw me in here or whatever like i'm hoping right. that we can all be on the same wavelength of like hey man we're here to create art like this is it and mm-hmm. that was one of the taglines that we had for the secret shows was in a time of destruction create and like mm-hmm. there's a, it's a flowery quote but that was how i felt about it like we you know 2020 was such a disaster for everybody that i was like what other option do we have than to yeah. fucking do what we do and try try to make something entertaining? Yep. Fuck it, we're going live. Fuck right? it. Uh, fuck it, we're going live. There we go. Okay, <laughs> do the second take. Do the second yeah, take. Yeah. He needed the line. It's yeah, okay. It's, you know? It is terrifying, man. And it's just me as a wrestler, 
being invited there is just like, okay, I know the situations just from an outsider standpoint. Like I know what you were feeling and what you were going through. And with every, all the crap that was happening and like a lot of stuff, like these are huge roadblocks now. Cause you had, you know, you, you put your faith in these people and then they end up turning out, you know, not what you were expecting or not, hoping. Exactly. And Man, well, that, now, okay. now I'm now I got the wheel. So, <laughs> right, yeah. so I tell you, like this was a conversation I had with my wife, um, and I'm and I'm gonna put it on there because I don't give a shit. Oh, no, <laughs> Nova's um, gonna join us in bed. Yeah. <laughs> I had um, someone reach out to me about some photos, right? And um, they were in, I guess, the cancellation. I guess you call, mm. you know, you call it that. Yeah. And I, I sat down. And I talked to my wife who hates pro wrestling. Right? Good, good. She's like what's the problem? And I was like, well, this guy was accused of this problem. And she's like, okay. So, and I was like, well, I don't know if it would tarnish my brand. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, is he paying you? I'm like, yeah. She's like, you're providing a service for him. And I was like, I know, but he did this, like, uh, uh, you know, he did this right. quotation. Quote, you know? quote, yeah. And she's like, well, if that's the case, you're going to have to run a background check and screen everyone you um, you take their services for. And I was like, fuck, you're right. Yeah. She's like, you can't, you don't know everyone's past. You know, you can't sit here and just like sit and, and, and justify that. And I was like, yeah, I know, but I, I kind of know this. And she's like, well, that's you. If you don't want to take it, that's on you. So now my take is a little different, yeah. I guess, you know, where yeah. you're just like, fuck, I, you know... <laughs> Yeah. Here's here's my response to that though, and I'll I, so you share. I'm gonna stop tippy toeing, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna fucking give, a, give me the guns. Step step uh, heavily, right? Yeah, instead yes. of tread lightly. Yeah, there you go. Give me the guns. Give me I the guns. I don't know which one the guns are. Well, I hope this is guns. No, perfect. All right, all right. Pew, 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 pew. Dead silence <laughs> again. Um, so the first the first show we ever ran uh, at Punk Pro was during a WrestleMania week. And we ran at Chase and Rance's school. Oh, yeah. Now, Luna and I are brand new to this. We don't know our ass from a hole in the ground. Right. But we got to live with that. That like, hey, man, the most hated man in Florida is connected to your business somehow. Connected to your legacy of your company. So... At the time, I can justify it of like, I don't know, man. I just, I right. didn't know people. I didn't know yeah. what I was doing. Yeah. But if I were to do that now, what is my excuse then? Right. Like, right. I don't know. I just felt like it. Yeah. Like, there's no way around that now. Yeah. So I feel like if it's a situation like in your example, if you were like, ah, I did the photo shoot or whatever, and then it comes out later, like, hey, You're kinda, we've all held hands and decided, fuck this person. Yeah. Now that's like, well, I didn't know. I don't, what am I going to do? Right. But to do it now, like, hey, by the way, we're all aware and we've yeah. all held hands and decided to fuck this person i said money's money and we'll do the photos anyway now you got to live with those consequences right and that's why i tried explaining it to her i was like subconsciously i know right you're just like i know the situation and and it was it was one of the ones that it was just an accusation or what have you so in my mind i'm like okay whatever i mean it's it's i really don't know you know so but i i was the same thing with you i was like i was on your page i was like well maybe uh, i he, know is, i know is he gonna go to Publix and they'll be like no you can't get groceries is it that bad <laughs> yeah, no you not know? at all so I, t- if, I told i told my wife i was like i'm not i'm i'm not gonna do this one 
yeah. right. can't. I, you know, I was like, oh, well, and especially, and, and, and not to try to give you excuses or anything like that, but like, mm-hmm. especially since you're really looking to build this brand up, you're really yeah. in the building stages right now. Yeah. Can you afford that? No way. Even if, even if you know the the, oh. the project turns out beautifully and people still go like, I can't fucking believe this guy. Yeah. Can you withstand that kind of impact, or do you go? Once I'm established, once I'm in, then I'll do whatever I'll the fuck cut I my want. Lo- I'll cut my losses on yeah, this one. One for yeah. ten or ten for one. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's 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 such a strange thing how the world is right now. It's but, fucked up. It's, it's and really... like I can't sell. You know, right. I can't I can't sell a lot of it because my mom always used to tell me, Don't get caught up in other people's problems. Of course. Because at the end of the day they're gonna end up being friends. Right and then now. and then you look like the asshole. <laughs> So it's 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 so tough, and you you just got to be conscious of what's going on. You know, I'd love to shut my shit off and and just move to a farm and just yeah. oh, man, that'd be lovely. It'd man. be great, but but here, but here's the thing though is I I would love to be a part of that, but I can't. Yeah, because even if I did that, even if I shut everything down, I move to a farm, then it's like I'm painting the cows weird colors, and I'm <laughs> fucking yeah, you're crazy. I'm trying to make a mural out of some shit. Running like, shows out of the barn. I want to be on a farm, I'm, but I I'm I making can't. VHS tapes out of fucking hay. Like yes. I can't not. I can't not. Cast away, right, Willis? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, I can't leave it alone. I got to make something. But I got to be here because I just know, like, people say so many things to me, like, you know, fucking, like, 180 or you know what? It's mm. so terrible. Mm. It's so terrible how that joke is. But it motivated people to start eating better and to start working out and stuff like that. I was like, man, this just some dumb joke turned into something inspirational to people. Who the hell knows? I only got booked on a cert, on a couple no shows knows, because man. the Sage Scott is not a cruiserweight joke. I only right. put every time I go to the gas station, I only put ten on six. <laughs> I don't put anything else, man. But you just gotta. Yeah, I exclusively it. go to pump six. No every reason. Time. I'll it's wait. Good luck now. All like, the other pumps are open, and I'm gonna wait. I want like, ten on six, baby. I don't think of it at the time, but like people, like hey, people are moved by like some of the stuff you do, and it's just they're like, listening. I don't know why. Like it. I don't know well, why it, it boggles my mind to hear anybody give any kind of a shit about punk pro. Like in terms of obviously fans, that's one thing yeah. to be like, Oh, it was really cool at this thing or whatever. But yeah. like, like I'll give you a perfect example. So the, um, and then we'll see how deeply, how long have we been talking? An hour. Um, we, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. We're uh, 30. We just hit 30. But, uh, with, with the Izzy and Effie match. So we had, uh, Effie fighting Izzy and Leva Bates. Mm-hmm. Now, first of all, Let's get into some fucking nasty business here. Let's get in the hot tub of the fucking Heartbreak Hotel. Yes. There was a lot of shit going on behind the scenes. I remember. Because originally we promoted it as just Effie versus Izzy. Izzy being an 11-year-old super fan of WWF at the time. Right. Um, that we knew personally. Like, Luna had grown up and seen her as a baby. Like, the, we were friends of the family kind of thing. And so um, we had originally booked it as, or promoted it as Effie versus Izzy. And then the the secret switcheroo day of the show was going to be, oh my God, Leva's dressed as Izzy. And we're doing it as sort of a tag team gimmick. Like that was going to be how we got around it. Because we weren't like, we weren't assholes. We weren't like, this 11 year old girl's going to go the full fucking Broadway, baby. (laughs) Like, no, we were like, it's going to be a thing and we'll make it a thing. Right. So venue tells us, hey, you can't do that. You can't have that match at all. And we were like, mm, tough shit. We've already made the posters. Yeah. yeah. So then it was like, well, and so we explained the whole thing. Well, we're going to do this. And Leva's going to come out dressed as her and da 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 because she's a cosplay wrestler, yada, yada, yada. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, thank you. We're not assholes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to tell people that beforehand. What? 
that's not how a surprise works. <laughs> that's not how wrestling works. So they're like, too bad. You can't. We are shutting it down unless you do that. So we ultimately had to. We fucking reveal the thing like, hey, it's fucking this. Undertaker this is not really a zombie. <laughs> right. Oops. Sorry. Yeah. San is not real. Kids. Him and Kane are not related. Undertaker uh, slash Mark Calloway. Right. Exactly. So, <laughs> but anyways, so bottom line being that match has 70,000 views on YouTube. The official one, not the asshole who had butt cam footage and decided to fucking upload it anyway, and then claims to be a big fan of our product. Oh, they did that. Shots huh? fired. Um, Give me the guns. If I remembered his fucking name, I would have said it. But You're I not don't over. Remember. You're not fucking over. Anyways, Shit. Um, so 70,000 people have fucking watched that, and there was a huge backlash at the time and all kinds yeah. of shit. But nobody talks about that to us. Like, meaning, to your point of like, oh, people look up to you. Nobody talks about that. So that's always kind of how I feel about all of our stuff that we make. Right. Is like, oh, a thousand people watched this episode of The Secret Show and they liked it. That's great. That's it for me. I, I consider it the same as the match. Like, it was a novelty and people watch it and hopefully they enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. The comments are fucking 50-50 uh, on the Izzy and Effie thing. It's, some people that. like, well, she took that tornado DDT like a champ. And other people like, you're going to hell. Um, <laughs> See you there, champ. But that's yeah. I've always I've always felt that way for everything we produce. It's yeah. just sort of this, it's out in nebulous and just like, people are going to watch this, hopefully. Yeah. But to hear people, and it's not, and I wish it was more often. It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I people come to me with like questions, or I want to be on this, but not so much like you're a real inspiration. Zach, oh, and I right. really like to get your two cents on this. It's, it's usually like, hey, I got this T-shirt and it has my name on it. Can we run that? Um, it's like the Bullet Club shirt, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> it's like the Bullet Club shirt. It's like Bullet Club, but it's my name. It's, and it's yeah. my name club, dude. Yeah. The Rub Club. The yeah. Rub Club, Daddy. Um, Chris Jericho retweeted me. <laughs> but I don't really get that feedback as much as you would think in terms of like, oh, Punk Pro is really an inspiration. It's more just like I just release these things and just go like, well, hopefully people like this and enjoy it. And blah, blah, blah. Me, but to I the point things. we've talked about it off mic all day, Punk Pro has eaten a lot of shit. Yeah. A lot of shit. We've been around yeah. for three years going on four and like very rarely are we ever on people's radars and it breaks right. my heart, but right. like, that's part of it, man. Mm-hmm. And being as, as ADHD as I am in terms of projects and stuff like that, this is probably, other than my marriage, I think this is the longest running project I've ever had is Punk Pro hey. going on four years now. But it's one of those things where, like, you got to eat shit. You can't imagine. You can't picture be like, uh, we're going to be fucking, you know, PWG after two shows. Like, yeah. not on our budget. Like, yeah. that's just not a thing. So, I mean, that, that that's a hard pill to swallow as well because – as an artist, if it doesn't immediately take off, then, you know, we always have that opinion, like, well, fuck this shit. You get like, discouraged easily. Yeah. Like, perfect example. Uh, when we were first trying to figure out how to do shirts and stuff like that, we were going to do ink, the ink pressing, like, mm. with the screen and the, and the whole nine yards. Yeah. And we bought a kit and the whole nine yards, and we did fucking two and a half shirts, and we were like, mm, fuck this shit. Like, it just didn't work <laughs> out like we wanted it to, yeah. and we were like, mm, not doing that anymore. Yeah. So we jumped to vinyl, and, and we found yeah, success that with that Yeah, that silkscreen shit is a pain in the ass, ain't yeah, it? Yeah. We tried twice, and I was like, mm, mm. fuck all this. I'm yeah. not doing this ever again. Where's that machine? Threw, the psst. Threw it yeah. in the, yeah. So... <laughs> We moved over to vinyl instead and obviously got, you know, found a lot more success with it. But mm-hmm. apply that same logic to a wrestling company. Like, right. okay, we ran a show, we put all this money into it, and Fuck it. fucking <laughs> 20 people showed up. Man. Well, burn all of this. Yeah. I don't want to see it ever again. We can't do this yeah. again. Right. And, and you do. 
Um, and you know, and with the secret show this time around, it's we're putting more money into it. Like yeah. we're, we had to get a different venue because of fucking political shit, and yeah. we had to get a different ring because of political shit. And like, it's so much more money that we're having to put into this to put on a show in front of no one, yeah. in hopes to like keep generating <laughs> interest. No one on purpose, I should say. <laughs> no, like, uh, put in front of no one in terms of we're not yeah. selling tickets to it. Um, and we have to just hope for the best and hope that we can generate interest with it. That's yeah. kind of the whole purpose of it is it's like right. keep us in people's minds and keep people interested and have a good time with friends and people that we enjoy seeing and working with. And hopefully somewhere down the road we get to have a live show. And hopefully this all means a damn. But who knows? It may not. Yeah. We might still we go through all this fucking rigmarole and yeah. holy shit and blah, blah, blah and a thousand views of video and oh my God. And then fucking live time happens and ten fucking people show up. There's yeah. a real possibility of that. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know until it happens, right? Until right. the time comes, and it's funny because it's like the same with the birthday show. I didn't sell tickets, and I, right. I took, and I had to fly to New York the yeah. day before. Yeah, no just, kidding. It was painful, but it's it just was like the saddest Ric Flair impression that's ever been. You were yeah. jet setting and <laughs> high flying and coming in. Day boom! Not the flight I needed. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's just you put so much in, then you got to ask yourself: Am I doing this for the money? Well, no, there was, there's a, again, a quote, which by the way, is a, it's a quick aside, quick Ted talk. If you're a fucking wrestler, steal shit from movies and TV. Yeah. I'm tired of fucking wrestlers not being interesting. It, yeah. Steal from movies and TV. Not just yeah. wrestlers. God damn. Here's another thing that I'm, that I'm stealing from, from dust till dawn. There comes a time in every person's life where they create something that put their soul into something. That's something that they're creating with their hands, that they look at themselves in the mirror and they go, am I a fool? We all have to deal with that, especially if it's something that you've been putting enormous amounts of time or your life into years yeah. of your existence into. You have to look at yourself at a certain point and go, was this all for nothing? Yeah. And I think Dan Starling had that moment yeah. when he was on your show recently about like, I lost my girlfriend. I'm what am I doing? Blah, 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 blah. And he looked at himself and he said, am I a fool? And I think for a time he said yes. And then he fought fucking Hunter Law on a goddamn birthday show in <laughs> a closed down laser goddamn tag headquarters yeah. Yeah. and changed his fucking life. Mm -hmm. So I think at anybody who's creating something, whether it be in ring or photography or merchandising or whatever the fuck, you're going to have those moments of self-doubt. And Absolutely. that's the biggest thing is do you see it and go how much money have I? if i thought about the amount of money that we've put into merchandising other people and the amount of money that we've put into wrestling shows that did not turn a profit i would break down and cry <laughs> yes. right very now sad. man you know i had somebody literally come up to it might have been jay uh, jay lethal came over and we were Ooh, oh god is, is your back okay as that fucking name drop yeah. jesus don't pull yeah. me you want to pick that up you need help you know god don't pull no a hernia deal you know jesus came on over so <laughs> he was he said isaiah i love everything you do i'm putting my name on it yes. he like he looked at me and he's like how much do you got invested here and i like i never never thought of oh, it you, you never you and yo when i that came to the no sell the dwell brother yeah. because i looked at everything and when he left i looked at everything else like son of a bitch you're what's the deep. time frame holy shit are you yeah. deep for me to get a gun <laughs> 
Because yeah. Jesus Almighty. Yeah, I cannot. Tough. Like, and then you'll have, like, you'll have the ignorance of, like, people who come over and they'll just, like, yeah, but you've easily doubled your money, right? No Are fucking you, Your fucking no mind. Way. I'm still trying to get out of this money pit, right, brother. Exactly. I haven't scratched yeah. the shit I spent on fucking <laughs> wrestling trading, let alone right. fucking boots. Man, yeah. yeah. I Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. The gear I wear yeah. now, man. That's like 10 more years of wrestling until I, I paid that for wrestling training. I'm a dumbass, you know? Yeah, it's it's Shit. fuck that, dude. But it's just like was I was I doing this to make money or was I doing no. this to make people happy? And like no. some people are happy with this stuff that I've done and I was like, all right, let me, you know. Can I say my I can say mine was a midlife crisis. And that was there it. You, you nice. know, I was like, I'm going to become a wrestler. Bullshit. So I picked up a camera. And here we are, Technically, you wrestled the match. And you're undefeated? Reverse goal. No, bird. I am defeated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you are oh, I'm undefeated. I'm Berg Gold. That's there what I go. am. There you go. <laughs> Berg, Berg Gold Esquire. There we go. What a Berg Gold. <laughs> William. Man, it sucks it's, to it's, suck. It's so tough. But Man. it's just like, honestly, why I choose to do it and why we choose choose to do this every week you you don't know who's listening and you don't know who who's going through the same thing yeah man feeling what we feel and not knowing how to express it or not knowing how to talk about it but hearing somebody else talk about it everything i've opened up about and everything i've said it's it's either to break the ice or and i drew inspiration from something else like yeah. i'm gonna tell you a hundred times and i'm gonna tell the people on this show who are listening a hundred times like i'm here because of you, like, yeah. because of one conversation about the fucking Rugrats and, yeah. like, <laughs> how I went back and told Isaiah all about it and, like, this great conversation, like, man, we should try that. It's yeah. just in hopes of inspiring people, like, man, thank you so much, Zach. And I'm going to wrap this up, but I, I want to wrap this up on such a high note. It is the Heartbreak Hotel stuff. Right. I'm pretty sad. This is the Sattitude era, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Johnny, hey, Johnny hey. B. Sad. Oh, oh. what a bullshitter! Like, yeah, hey, I'm gonna give this that. big motivational speech. Just kidding! I came up with a Mark Marrow <laughs> character. I'm not gonna give Isaiah a chance in hell, bro. No, <laughs> but I like Zach Romero. Again, like I want to thank you so much because I I'm here today and like alive today because of somebody like you, and I do this every week because of somebody like you. And I'm I'm willing to go to this this show and I'm gonna try to hit for the fences because of you. Like you it is a terrifying thing. The future is terrifying. You don't know what the hell you're getting into. This right. is fucking wrestling. Do we know what we're doing here? I don't think nobody does. Right. But and even those who do still probably doesn't have a fig nobody has life figured out. Nobody's gonna have wrestling figured out, you Very know? True. But I'm gonna be there. Welling, ready to give 110% because you're an inspiration to me and that's that's all I can do. I don't care about money or if there are fans out there. I'm here for you and we're going to present this in hopes of, you know, we're here for those other people. So it's a team effort, you know. So thank you so much, Zach, for taking the time to come out here to the studio and giving us this conversation and I get to finally tell you in your face, Zach Romero. Oh boy. Here we go. I fucking love you. And there it is. A lot of people love you. And a lot of people, even though you're hard to reach, you're, you know, <laughs> you're so hard to reach. I got to throw that out there because yeah. it's so funny. But like I said, you know, I don't want nothing from you other than 
an opinion like like just your mindset like i like oh, God, i was gonna say your love i so want I'm, your love i'm heavily disappointed that you said opinion no he's just buying time <laughs> yeah, he's got yeah, another he he's got one i'm giving you time you got a name yet no go i'm how can i milk this he's trying to, he's trying to squirt the tear <laughs> the crocodile tears out because he's trying to think of how do i make sable sound sad you know sad bull <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mad that's, my, that's my energy drink of choice. <laughs> I love you so much, Zach. Like, oh, seriously, Lord. I'm going to thank you a hundred times no, well, after here, this. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I said it on our little, on the video the fucking version of this, that I am immensely proud of the both of you. That, like, for being in a situation where wrestling is saturated, um, photography is not nearly appreciated enough, you know, how many immensely talented artists are reduced to, like, I got to go take wedding photos. Like, yeah. there's so much adversity that the two of you have had to go through just to get to this point and you're not even at where your goals are yet and mm -hmm. i'm immensely proud of the both of you and, and what you've been able to accomplish and what you're putting forth and the fact that i you know can hear from you that i had some small you know part in inspiring it to begin with um makes a lot of this worthwhile because again in this business in wrestling you don't get a lot of tangible sort of like results of what you're working on right you know christian and i did the and alex booked you know this weekly show for a year and you know we got paid fuck all for it but it was getting to inspire people and getting to work with people and seeing growth and enhancement that's really where you have to draw your rewards from because otherwise you're just gonna work yourself into an early grave yeah, so yeah. from this side of the table um, within an arm's distance away. Uh, I am immensely proud of the two of you, and I am so genuinely excited to see what you two come up with and where you decide to take wrestling in your own direction because that's all I can hope for in this world is that when it's all said and done and then when I'm going grayer and I'm in a nursing home with Thunder Kitty that, like, <laughs> that I can look back and, and see the seeds of greatness that were planted forth that I had some kind of part in and see those grow. And that's, that's what ultimately I can only hope for in, in terms of any kind of reward from working in this. Cause Lord knows it's not money mm. yet. Yeah, not yet. yet. Not yet. yet. Isaiah has be. changed my yeah, philosophy on that. Right. Yes. Not yes. yet. But basically uh long story short, you guys are doing good. Thank you, man. <laughs> Thank you, dad. I'm the blue blazer. <laughs> Okay. He's blue. Oh, that's spicy. Guy. That's spicy. Right, yeah. Let's wrap this up, Zach. Where can we find you? Oh, uh, on social media, just follow Fully Gimmicked. Uh, Brain Buster Video is my new project because I can't sleep. And uh, yeah, Fully Gimmicked for, and Punk Pro. Follow Punk Pro on social media, on YouTube. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll, fuck it. I'll say it now. We're going to have another secret show in 2021. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. So you so, got listen to this whole episode. Yeah, exactly. Brother. We've, yeah. we've kept it under wraps because we're a proper secret show. But uh, yeah, fuck it. There's going to be another secret show in, in, in 2021. Fuck it. We're going live. There fuck it. We're going live. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. I raise photography. Get yourself a photo shoot done. Aaron Nova. Everything about Aaron Nova. GCW. 16th nova rising arcadia florida fuck it we're going live we're gonna we're gonna do something special side note bomb ass thrift stores in arcadia i bought a uh real ghostbusters lunchbox oh at one of the thrift stores oh. there yeah thrift shop let's Hello. do it <laughs> love you all God damn come it, one more time i love you all oh,